let me start by saying uh, welcome again and let's ask everybody to find their place and get seated and then uh, and then we'll get going. Thank you, Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for this morning. Thank you, Lord God, that your hand is upon each and every one of us. Thank you what you're doing in our lives. Thank you for making every crooked path straight, perfecting those things that concern us, bringing into alignment those things that are out of alignment in our lives, causing, Father, your wisdom to be imparted into us in every decision that we need to make. And I thank you for that. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Well, this morning, uh, I'm going to continue on in the series that we started a week before last, and it's called Affectionately Serve with Excellence. And uh, if you've been here with us, this is a series of series that we've been on, and uh, it's becoming a fully committed disciple of Christ. And that's what we're doing throughout this year for at least the first 10 months of the year. And so we're doing a number of different series, but it's all it's all through threaded through uh the the whole thought of of becoming fully committed disciples. And uh, I really have a burden for this. I really feel like I really feel like a lot of us are falling short of what God has for us. And uh we're we're, we're Many, many doing well, being very good Christians, but, but really not rising to the level that God has intended and designed for us to rise to. And, and honestly, uh, when we come into the things of God, when we get born again, uh, that's just the beginning stage. Uh, after that, we are to be made disciples. Uh, there's a difference between... Uh, getting born again and believing and being made into a disciple. And so I, I, today, I've entitled today's message, Living a Life of Character. Living a Life of Character. And you might say, what does that have to do with excellence? Well, as I examined the Word of God and I got into God's Word, uh, I discovered that that word excellence actually means a number of different things. As I went into a word study of it, and one of the things that it means that we discovered a week before last is integrity. And so we talked about integrity. And, uh, and, and then it, I also discovered that excellence means, it actually means to uh, be a person of character. And then uh, a person of courage. And so we'll talk about courage next week. And then uh, we're going to talk about the last week on this, we're going to talk about commitment. Uh, commitment is not a bad word. It's not a cuss word, by the way. It's a good word. And, uh, and commitment is something that we all, uh, a matter of fact, the Lord's looking. The Bible says he's looking to and throw throughout this whole earth, looking whom he show, can show himself strong to, whose hearts are fully committed to him. And so God is looking for fully committed people. Well, we don't get there overnight. It takes time, and the same way with us today. You're not going to automatically become a disciple just by deciding. It starts with a decision, but it takes time. It's a process. It's a journey that we're all on. 
And so that's what I've been on and I've been talking about all year. And I want to take you to Matthew's gospel, Matthew chapter 28. And Jesus came and it says this, he came to them and said, all authority in heaven and earth has been given unto me. And then he goes on to say, therefore, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I love the, 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 the conclusion of this. He goes on to say, for I am with you. I am teaching them to, to obey everything that I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. And so he's instructed us to go make disciples. There's a difference between believing and becoming. And so we've, we've, got to, we've got to become or be made into a disciple once we believe. And there is a difference. When we come into the things of God, we're, we're immature in many ways. And many people stay in that place of immaturity in their walk with the Lord. They don't know any better. Uh, they've not been taught. That's why I'm teaching. So that we understand. And uh, there's a lot of good Christians that uh, think they're, they're okay, but they're still struggling. They're struggling in many areas because they haven't matured. There's, uh, there's still things lacking in their life that, that they still haven't experienced. And so what we're going to do is we're going to continue on in this journey. And one of the things that I've discovered is that a, a characteristic trait of a disciple is a person of excellence. Is that we be a person of excellence. And I, I, I titled it again, I titled it uh, Affectionately, Affectionately uh, 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 Serving with Excellence. And, and I say affectionately because it's from our heart. We want to do, we want to serve people and serve God with excellence with our, from our heart because it's all about love. We do it because we love God and because we love people. And so I want to share with you Philippians chapter 1 that really lays the groundwork for, for this series and for today's message. It goes on to say, or it says this, and it says, I, I pray that your love may abound more and more, displaying itself in greater depth, in real knowledge, in practical insight, so that you may learn to recognize and treasure what is excellent. What is excellent? Identifying the best and distinguishing moral differences, and that you may be pure and blameless until the day of Christ, actually living lives that lead others away from sin, filled with the fruit of righteousness which comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God, so that his glory may be both revealed and recognized. So we're to live a life of excellence. God and people deserve it. They deserve our best. Don't you agree? So we give our best. We learn that integrity means that we give everything from our heart. That we give our best in all of our works. And today we, we're going to discover that, as I said here, it's, it takes character make, to make it happen. It's not going to come just because you will it. it you, you need to will it. Because the Bible tells us those that, uh, the, if we'll be willing and obedient, we'll eat the best of the land. But your, your willingness starts, it starts with willingness, but you've got to follow through with obedience. Yes. You can will something, well, I will to do that, I want to do that, but how do you know that follow through is important? Yes. So we've got to follow through with obedience. 
And 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9 says this, But you are a chosen race. Talking about all of God's people are a chosen race. That's good to know. We're, we're a royal priesthood, the Bible says. A dedicated nation, God's own purchased, special people, that you may set forth the excellencies the wonderful deeds, the virtues, the perfections of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. And once again, we need to understand what it means to walk in this excellence. It takes character. It's not going to come just automatically. And so Philippians chapter 2 verse 22 says this. I'm going to give you a number of different scriptures today, but it says, but you know his proven character, talking about Timothy, Paul talking about Timothy, you know his proven character, that as a son with his father, he served me in the gospel. Our character needs to be proven. It's going it's, to, you know how it's proven? It's proven under fire, under pressure, under circumstances. It's, that's how you know whether you're a person of character. When, you, when, when you're facing situations, you, 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 you'll, you'll, during that time, you'll discover whether you're a person of character or not. And so I made this statement, and I want to give this to you. We develop character or we default to compromise or compromising. We'll default to compromising in our life. If we don't, if we don't purposely develop this character in our life. To be a person, a godly, a godly person in our life. I, I was thinking about this. Some of the things that we compromise, we will will compromise our faith. Whenever we hit cer- certain cer- circumstances, you'll find people when they're going down a certain path, and then all of a sudden, all kinds of opposition. By the way, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. There's going to be storms. There's going to be things that you're going to encounter. And what are you going to do in the midst of it? Are you going to compromise your faith? Are you going to be a person of character and continue to press on going forward, doing what you need to do as you're supposed to be doing it, and in the face of opposition? The Bible tells us to count it all joy when you fall into various trials and tribulations. It's hard to count it joy when you're facing all kinds of stuff. But you know that's how we're to respond. We're to respond differently than other people. Some people get depressed when, honestly, we're supposed to put our fight on. We're, we're to roll up our sleeves and we're to say, uh, no, no more. We're going we're gonna to address this. And, and, and you know, we, we can, many can uh, compromise their spiritual walk. When they're faced with opposition, faced with things that's going on. Uh, People can compromise their potential. Every one of us have potential. Potential for greatness. How many of us, because we lack character in our life, because we lack follow through, because we lack what it takes to move forward and keep on going when when we're facing things in our life, we, we compromise our potential and we live beneath our potential in our life. Come on, let's be honest. I'm not asking for a show of hands, but I'm I'm just going to say it happens. And so many people will compromise their potential, they'll compromise their purpose, they'll compromise, you know, so many different things, and the list goes on and on and on, how much we compromise in our life whenever we don't have the character developed in our life to press forward. Excellence, doing the right thing, 
Even when nobody's looking. Excellence is doing what we're supposed to be doing and doing it to our best. The Bible says whatever you do, you do it heartedly as unto the Lord. You give your everything. Don't ever do anything half-heartedly. And so we're all to give everything, our best to the Lord. Amen? And so that means the best of ourselves. That means the best of our our time, the best of our attitudes, the best of a number of different things that I'm going to talk about today and how to develop that character in our life. And and I'm going to tell you, without character, uh, we will be led by a lot of different things in our life instead of our faith, instead of the Holy Spirit. Without character, we'll be led by our emotions. And can I tell you, emotionally, some days you're up, some days you're down. Some days you're in, some days you're out. Emotionally, your emotions, you know, they're, they're not, they're, they're there, they, they, God gave them to us, but they're not to be followed. Your, your emotions are a horrible leader. It leads you in places you don't want to go. It leads you in, in places of anger, depression, discouragement, all kinds of different things. Your emotions will, will bail out when you ought to be all in. And so you'll be led, all of us can be led by our emotions, we can be led by our fears. We're never to be led by fear, but how many people make decisions based on fear rather than in faith? Simply because they lack character. This is good stuff. We need to understand that we're not to be led by circumstances. We're to be people of principle. We're to be a people by principle and not be led by pressures that come by circumstances. Principles ought to be guiding our life, guiding our, 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 our steps, and not, not our circumstances. And how many of us are led by our problems? I'm going to tell you that so many people, I hear this all the time as a pastor, no condemnation, but I'm going to tell you too many people are allowing their problems to dictate the direction of their lives. And how it should go or shouldn't go. Can I tell you, your problems are not the Lord of your life or shouldn't be. But the Lord ought to be the Lord of your life. Allow Him to direct your life. Allow Him to instruct you and lead you and guide you and direct you rather than your problems in your life. I'm not scolding you, I'm telling you. This is for your good. You know, uh, a person of character understands this. We, 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 we hear, we need to hear what we should hear, not what we want to hear. We, we, need to, we need that in our life. And so we need to hear this. Guys, it's unfortunate that we're living beneath our potential in our lives. And, and, and you know this, but many people are led by the flesh instead of by the spirit. And we don't need to go there today. But it's, t- it's tough. When you're a person of character, you'll be able to say yes when you're supposed to say yes and say no when you're supposed to say no. Everybody, you, you may know this, and if you're new to the church on move, maybe you don't know this, but every day I jog. And it, it doesn't matter what the weather's like. It doesn't matter how I feel emotionally, physically, or whatever. I, I just I jog every day of my life. It's not something that I enjoy doing. I don't do it because I like jogging. I do not like jogging. I do it because I want to stay healthy. I want to be healthy. And this past Wednesday was one of those days where I'm telling you, if I didn't have the character 
built already in me, those would have, there, that would have been one of those days that I would have found an excuse not to jog. I got out there and I got going and I was jogging and it's like my mind, I had to reel that dude in and bring it in because everything in me and my body, I didn't, I didn't feel like it. I was tired. I just, I, it's it's like my mind was starting to conjure up all kinds of different excuses. Why not to jog that day? But I'm going to tell you, I had to tell my mind, shut up. I've learned that. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. But too many of you, you allow your mind to just go wild. You allow it to go crazy. You allow it to go places you should not allow it to go. The Bible says bring every thought, every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. I'm getting ahead of myself, but I, when I get to that point, you'll, you'll be quick. But you need to bring it in. You need to reel it in. Say, no, you're not going to, you're not going to go there. And so I, I went ahead and I jogged and I got through. And when I got into the house, it was like, ah, I'm glad that's over. But I did it. And I'm going to tell you, at least this is for me, I can't compromise a little because when I compromise for a little with my flesh, my flesh wants to, it wants to compromise a lot. And that's just me. We got we to gotta start shutting the door. We need to start locking that door and quit compromising in areas that we shouldn't compromise. Are you good? And so, let me, just, let me just say that God has better for most of us, but we're not experiencing it because we haven't, we haven't developed a life of character. A life of a character. And I'm not talking about being somebody funny. Not that kind of character. I'm talking about godly character. And so let me just give you some thoughts and, and, uh, and, and I just don't, honestly, what I'm going to share with you, I could take and I could build out uh, a, 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 a lengthy series for each and every point that I'm going to give you today. But let me just give you some thoughts that, that, I, that I practice in my own life, that God has worked in my life over the years that will work for you. Without a doubt, if you'll put this to work, you'll, you'll develop a, a life of a character, uh, of a godly character, the godly character that God wants you to be. You'll develop that in your life. And so here's the first thing. Number one is the words that we speak. Uh, there's, there's words that we've got to be speaking in order to develop the character. The Bible, James tells us that, uh, that our words are like rudders, that they direct the life, our, the direction of our life. Yeah. Our words, what are we speaking over our life? I have things that I declare over me, and I declare it honestly over you guys every day. They're just a, a list of things that I spend over my life that I'm declaring over my life through in my prayer time. And I declare these things. Like one of the things that I declare that I'm highly disciplined. I, I'm just, I declare that. My wife says, I, I tell her all the time, I'm not where I want to be. And she's thinking, oh my gosh, how can you be any more disciplined? I'm not there. I'm not there yet. And, and, and so, but I'm declaring it with my words. Your words, the words that you speak will de- determine uh, how well you're developed in, in your character. The words that you speak, what are you speaking over your life? 
And, and I'm going to tell you, the Holy Spirit's going to be working on you. Because some of you, you're, you're always speaking defeat. You're always speaking things that bring you down. Well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just kind of lazy. Well, you're right. You're right. That's what, that's what you're declaring over your life. Your, your tongue is like a rudder that de- de- determines what's developed in your life. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just kind of an angry person. Well, you're right. I kind of get angry. Well, I'm just, I'm just not a very outgoing person. You got, you're right. You're not. Well, you got to change it. Change what you speak. If you want better, start speaking better. And start speaking the word of God over your life. Secondly, not only the words that we speak, but also the thoughts that we think. I, again, I just, talk, I just talked about that, and I harped on that, and I, 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 I just went over and over. Your thoughts, your thoughts, your thoughts. The Bible says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good, the acceptable, and perfect will of God. Your thoughts are so important. I didn't know this until later on in life, and it took, it took me a while to be disciplined. You are, you've got to be disciplined in your thoughts. You can't just be, you, you're not going to be disciplined outwardly until you're disciplined inwardly. You've got to change the way you think. And even when you change the way that you think, there's still going to be thoughts that are going to try to enter in that you're going to have to bring into obedience to Christ. And so you got to start thinking like a disciplined person or a, a person of character or a person that is going to follow through, a person that's going to fulfill God's will in and through your life. You can't just keep thinking. What you, You've got to do a washing uh, of your... The Bible says to wash yourself with a washing of the word. You've got to wash that all that junk out of your thinking and, and allow God to bring in new thinking in your thoughts. Amen? Amen. And so the thoughts that you think, the words that you speak, the thoughts that you think, and then also the decisions that we make. (laughs) The decisions that we make. Why are you making these decisions? I'm going to tell you the decisions that you're making are because of the words that you're speaking, the thoughts that you're thinking, eventually will determine the decisions that you make and you've got you've got to you've got to and along with me I've, you've got to make better decisions Shut, you, 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 too many people have too many exits they allow themselves to have an exit and you've got to make the decision today for me and my household we're going to serve the Lord you're going to have to make a decision. Hear me out. I'm not condemning anybody. And I am telling you today, don't be uncomfortable. Don't be uncomfortable in the sense that don't, don't allow this to be offensive in your life. I want you uncomfortable. Let me rephrase that. Because I do. I want you, we need to stay uncomfortable. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. We, we do. We honestly do. Too many of us live a life of comfort. And that's, that's a sad thing. That's a bad thing. It's a sad thing and a bad thing in, in our lives. So, we need to make better decisions. The Bible says, I've set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Choose life that you and your descendants may live. Your decisions not only affect you, but they affect those that follow you. And so, our decisions are vitally, vitally important. 
And then not only the decisions that we make, but the company we keep. You guys, please capture this. Who you hang with will influence your life. The Bible says that bad company will corrupt good character. It will corrupt good character. Who, who are you surrounding yourself with? Who are you hanging with? Doesn't mean that you shun everybody that isn't uh, of high quality character because we need to be reaching people. But I'm talking about those that we're spending the majority of our time with. Uh, what type of person are they? Iron sharpens iron. He who walks with the wise will be wise, but a companion of fools will be destroyed, according to Scripture. And so, who are we walking with in our lives? What kind of, what kind of people do we have around us? Because it's going to determine the character that's being developed in your life. Oh, but they're good people. They may be good people. And, and you, I'm not saying disown them. I'm not saying to trash that relationship. I'm just saying don't let them be your steady diet. Make sure that you're, you're keeping uh, those around you that are going to feed you and that you can feed off of and that you can feed. That's, that's boosting your faith. That's boosting and challenging you. You know, most people, all of us, me included, we got to watch this. We gravitate towards those that we're comfortable with. But we need to get around people that are challenging us, challenging our thinking, challenging our faith to go to a higher level in our lives. It's so easy to compromise. And then let me give you this because I have a few more thoughts before we close. Uh, the steps that we take. It's one step at a time. It's the words that we speak, the thoughts that we think, the decisions that we make, the company that we keep, and the steps that we take. God leads us and guides us in steps. It's just one step at a time. It's taking that step. It's doing the right thing. It's, 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 it's just taking one step at a time. God's not asking us to take leaps because I'm going to tell you, uh, for some of us, it takes a, it takes you know there's a lot of work that needs to be done because you're new to the things of God. For others, maybe you've been dormant for a lot of years and you've not allowed God to work in some of these areas that I'm talking about, like your the words that you speak. You've been speaking just negative thoughts and negative things for a long time and you you know it's not going to change overnight the thoughts that you're thinking you you've been so accustomed to just allowing every thought that comes into your mind for you to meditate on it and you just think on it and you just allow it to affect you physically in every which way and that's not going to change overnight but you start taking steps and the company that you keep you can't. That's going to take time. How do I balance this out, Lord? What a, you know? Some of you, you know, some some of you, you hang with family that's, you know, you you got to stay with the husband. You got to stay with the wife. Got to work it out there. But there's other family members that are are really unhealthy for you that you've just got to limit access into your life because they're they're harmful for you 
And you've got to draw some boundaries. Some people don't like hearing that. I'm sorry. But you need to read your Bible. Right? And so there's some steps that you need to take. You want, you want to develop the character that's going to um, put, you, put you over and, and, and bring you into a place where God wants you. So let me, with all that being said, steps that you take, let me give you three things real quick. Number one, look for disciplines to establish. There's some disciplines in our life that you just need to establish. And so you need to look for them. What are you not doing that you need to start doing in your life? Some disciplines that you not need to implement. Some people, they, they complain all the time about maybe one thing or another, but they're not doing anything to, to deal with that issue. Well, find a discipline that will address that issue. Right? What is it that you need to do? And, um, and honestly, this is where I want to talk about the issue about character. God's, God wants us to develop character, but most people are so busy developing comfort. And they're looking for, they're looking for things that are going to be comfortable. And, and you and I have to live a life. You've, if you've been around here, you've heard me say this. We need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. And let me, let me just tell you why. Because following God should not be comfortable. It ought to take effort. It ought to take energy. It ought to take big faith. There's, it's risky. There's, there's just things that... And, and, and so it's going to be uncomfortable in our life. And by the way, if you are always comfortable in your life, then you have no need for the comforter. Who is the Holy Spirit. Oh, I sense God all over that. And so we, we, we need to develop this in our life. I'm trying to help us grow. Are you feeling it? And, and, and you know, to, you know we, we, can get, we can get going and we can get comfortable in just doing the things that we do. And, 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 and I'm going to tell you, God wants to always take us to another level. We can become comfortable with being faithful on a certain level. Does that make sense? Nothing, I mean, we need to be faithful, but I'm going to tell you, God always takes us from one level of faith to another, well, from one level of glory to another. So wherever you are right now, maybe you've become, you've become comfortable in your faith level, and, and, and you need, God's wanting to take you to another level. Don't stay just where you're at. Keep asking God and keep pursuing God. And, and I'm going to tell you, if we're following God, he's always going to take us somewhere that's uncomfortable. This is good. This is good for us. And then, and then also practice until it hurts and then practice it more. Practice it until it hurts, and then practice it even more. Our pain tolerance, some of you have heard me talk about this in the past. Our pain tolerance isn't very high. And, and whenever we experience some pain, I've, I've got three grandchildren, and they're all different. And my youngest granddaughter has the greatest pain tolerance that girl, she, she can hit a wall, a brick wall, and get up and keep on going. 
And and my oldest, he can, you know, he can, he he just, he, his pain tolerance isn't as, as much. It just isn't. And we're all different. And, and she just, she's fearless, that young one. Almost a little disconcerting that she's that fearless. And so, but I'm going to tell you, our pain tolerance, we've, we've got to, We've got to develop that in our lives. And then let me give you this next one. Uh, Develop the habits of a disciple. And you might ask, what are those habits? What are those habits? I just gave them to you, those five first ones. The first five ones that I gave you, the words that you speak, the thoughts that you think, the words that you speak, the thoughts that you speak, the thoughts. The thoughts that you think. Uh, also the decisions that you make. The company that you keep. And the steps that you that you take. Habits. What is a habit? Let me give it to you. I, I, I put the definition up here. A continual, often unconscious inclination to do a certain activity. Acquired through frequent repetition. An established disposition of character. In other words, you've got to establish disposition that this is how you're going to act when things happen. Uh, this past week, I received a, uh, I received a, 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 a duplicate uh, order that I had ordered from Amazon. Uh, the week before, I had received the product that I had ordered from them. And then this week, I received the same duplicate order. So I went online. I looked to see if I had... If I had ordered it twice, or or what the what the status was, and and they had it doesn't show any record that I had only ordered uh, one, no record that I show that I ordered two, and so uh, my immediate disposition was not to keep it, not to send it back and have it show as a refund, that you know which I could have done both of those. My my disposition was immediately to send it back as a, as a duplicate order, and that I don't need any refund. That's integrity. That's character. That's you know you just it's doing the right thing. How many people would have struggled with that temptation? Now all of us are tempted. Let me let no. Let me let me just say this because we need to hear this before I close. All of us are tempted, but we shouldn't struggle with that temptation. We ought to deal with that temptation as quickly as possible. Those that lacking character will struggle with that temptation because we have a uh, those that 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 have already developed in their life. They already have a disposition of how they're going to respond and act in certain situations and certain things in their life. They're going to, they already know how they're going to act. It's the words that they speak, the thoughts that they think, the decisions that they make, the people that they keep, the uh, steps that they take, they already know. Isn't that right? And so we need, to, we need to make sure that we have this developed. Otherwise, those temptations that come to us will overcome us and overtake us. And we'll fall into those temptations 
And those temptations, let me tell you what the temptation is going to be, is to compromise. You, you, you either develop character or you compromise, you, you, or you'll, uh, you'll default to compromising. And so that's the case with all of us. And I'm not saying I've arrived, but I'm saying, guys, I've, I've, I've got 30-something years of doing this. And so I've got a lot of things developed. I watch my words. I watch my thoughts. I watch my decisions. I watch the people that I hang with. I watch the steps that I take. And if you'll do that, you also will be on, on good, solid ground of developing uh, character in your life. Amen? Amen? Let's pray. Father, we thank you.